0: Hey, welcome to Come Talk With Me. I'm Maxetta Gad, and I'm so glad you're here. This is where we get to tell stories, because I believe everyone has a story. I also happen to believe we can learn from each other. We can learn what to do and what not to do from each other. So thanks for joining me. Again this week, it's just me. I do have some pretty great guests lined up for this coming week. I get to interview a couple of them. So after this week, the following two podcasts will be an interview with some people that have a story that I and they believe others can learn from. Again, might learn what to do, might learn what not to do. Either way, we're going to learn from each other's stories. So it's me. And actually, this podcast, I don't have a script for. I don't have any notes. I have nothing but thoughts (laughs) that I'm going to share. I'm going to tell you, excuse me, some of my story. Also, I still don't have some of the equipment I need to do proper editing. I don't have the headphones I need. To block out sounds that I don't want on the podcast. (laughs) They're coming, they're coming all in due time. Remember, this is just a little fun adventure that I'm doing, and I'm doing it afraid, but I'm doing it. So I'll get those things as I can. Anyways, let's move on. So today I'm in my closet. (laughs) I'm sitting on a little stool from my bathroom and I'm in here because as I'm learning about podcasting I am wearing YouTube out learning and listening Um, this is where they tell me (laughs) they being the folks on YouTube (laughs) that it is the best sound quality so right now this is where I'm at in my closet My son is home from college. I tried to get him to join me as a guest, but he doesn't like spur the moment interviews. So he's preparing, and later on, sometime, he will join me. But today, again, it's me in a closet. <laughs> okay, here we go. So a little story I'm going to tell you is uh, about myself and my husband, and we were in our early 20s and we had really um, wanted to start our family. And it didn't come quite as easy to us as we both thought that it would. After several miscarriages and some blood work that did not come back favorable for my body to be able to carry a child full-term, we were pretty discouraged. Like, we, we were, and yeah, we were young, um, probably 20, 21, somewhere in there, and Chris is two years older than me, so, you know, he was probably 22, 23, somewhere in there, I'm not sure, but anyways, um, we just knew that we didn't want to wait a long time, we wanted to be young parents, (laughs) it's funny, at the time, we probably wanted to be young, hip parents, but we only mastered the young part, but anyways, um, it was tough it was tough on our marriage it was tough on me as a woman to not be able to give my husband what he so desired which was to be a father now he never made me feel bad he was super encouraging comforting he just couldn't have been better to me but i carried that guilt around that i couldn't do what a woman's body was supposed to do and that was to have a baby Oh, but one night we were in a church service, and it was called the Fifth Sunday Night Gathering of Churches, and it's when different churches came together to have one big service. It was in the top of Burton Hall at Camp Caesar, and even my parents were there. The church they attended um, joined us, and actually, now that I'm telling this story, I have to correct myself. My parents and I all attended the same church. This was before we um, joined another church, the the one we're with now. I've only went to to two churches in my entire life. Now, again, correction. When I say went to, yes, I visited other churches. I've only been active member, an active member. Excuse me. Telling stories on the fly has got me a little tongue-tied. So hang in there. But I've only been an active member in two different churches and faithfully attended two different churches let's just say that okay so at the time chris and i were attending the church i grew up in and the one that my parents were going to but my pastor now was leading the service then and he had a word from the lord that there was a young couple that was trying to have a baby and everything was coming against them and they just couldn't have one so He offered for us to come up, and he laid hands on Chris and I, as well as the entire congregation, you know, prayed over my body, prayed over us uh, for healing and a healthy conception of a baby, and indeed, as you all can already tell where this testimony is going, we did have a healthy baby. We actually went on to conceive and carry full term three healthy babies. You may know them if not i won't mention their names because oh they're shy i guess (laughs) They're, they're not really there's not a gad member that's shy but i do have one that does not like for his information to be on social media anyway so we we got pregnant with our first one and the pregnancy went wonderfully just it couldn't have went any better um at first I had a little bit of fear of miscarrying again because I had had so many miscarriages before. But honestly, the peace I had that this pregnancy was going to go full term and be healthy was much bigger than that fear. So we had a great pregnancy, um, great labor and delivery. He arrived healthy, just wonderful, just couldn't have went any better. And so here Chris and I are, we're first-time parents, and remember, goodness, we wanted this baby so much. And now, when he arrived, we were a ball of nerves. Chris was certainly the more calm of the two of us. I was beside myself afraid that I was gonna do something wrong or I was gonna hurt this baby. And we all know what it's like to be a first-time parent you just want to do the very best you can but you also don't realize at the time that perfection is not required it's not going to happen and that it's a lot of trial and error you learn as you go and your mommy and daddy instincts kick in and when you're still having a hard time deciding what to do you call grandma grandpa you call a neighbor you call a friend so it truly did take a village with us when we first had our first one. Anyways um, I say all of that to say then we went on um, to have another one and then another one. <laughs> There's 22 months between each one of our children but during that time we were both young we were both just starting our careers. Chris had worked at, at one job for a while, but he was starting to shift into another career. I had graduated college and started like, full-time, a real job, I call it, you know, not my just work here, work there, do what I had to do to get by. It was actually a, a job that required the college degree I had, and it had benefits and insurance, and. A set schedule, and you know it's everything that when you're going to college, you think that you want. Until you know a few years roll by, and then you realize, eh, this isn't all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> but you're in the workforce, and you gotta keep working, right? So, anyways, now I'm actually I have to say I have been uh, pretty fortunate, pretty blessed. I've had good jobs and met a lot of good people. Way. but anyways let's get back to this time of the story here uh, we were young we hadn't I don't know we'd been married two or th- no about four years before price arrived I don't know why I was going to say two or three that's not correct but anyways I was actually nine months pregnant with him when I interviewed for my first job and as a social worker after I graduated I did get the job eventually that's a story for another time but anyway so I got that job and while I was at that job we had of course our second child the third child we were young we were navigating how to juggle it all between daycare and babysitters and our work schedules Chris's work schedule was the complete opposite of mine and honestly if you've had young children and you've had them close together in age it's a lot it is very physically demanding for us none of our children were really sleepers the oldest one really hardly ever slept oh my goodness still to this day he can run on very little sleep but we We were navigating a lot. And I think back and I think, my goodness, how many days I went to work on just like two hours sleep or, you know, you sleep in all different positions. I had all of them in bed with me or I was piled up on the couch or the recliner. Chris was working midnight shifts. We'd pass each other in the mornings and gosh, it was a good time. We were super grateful for our children. They were super healthy. They were good kids. They were fun, Uh, good kids cute all of them were cute you know (laughs) that's always a plus but anyways um, we were really navigating some tough times and I was so guilt-ridden about leaving them to work I wouldn't leave them any other time once a year we would leave them with someone go Christmas shopping however a lot of times I went Christmas shopping when they were younger they were with me and I would hide their gifts when you know I had them with me Um, anyways it was just a very hectic time now don't hear what I'm not saying it was extremely rewarding it was loving there was a lot of good but my goodness it was challenging when young Kids depend on you completely for everything from changing their diaper to getting them food to buckling them in to baths to everything imaginable. It's a lot. It's a lot. And then I put the stress on myself for the extra guilt of we can't leave them. We already leave them enough because we work, you know. So I was always with them. At first, when I was a young mom, I tried to keep the house just spotless. Well, That was a story for another time, but I quickly learned that I could care less if the house was spotless. I was going to make sure our kids were enjoyed and taken care of, and if my house was a mess, it was just a mess. It will be there, and I'll eventually get to it. Um, With that being said, if there are any young mothers listening, I encourage you to not compare yourself to others. You were picked to be your child's mother or father, so you know what they need, and you know how to best take care of them. Um, Don't compare. Don't compete. And seek God in every aspect of parenting. Continue to pray. And I would also, as now an empty nester, say to the young parents, gosh, enjoy them. Make memories Don't worry about the house. Don't worry if the car is clean. Yes, those things are important. And yes, you want to teach those to your kids. But there is a balance out there. And you can do that while enjoying each other and not getting overwhelmed by external things that aren't as important as society often makes them out to be. Okay, that was a side note. I really didn't have that in my mind to share, but there you go. So anyways, we're plugging along, raising these babies the best we can. And also to young parents, even right now, I'm learning constantly every day, you do the best you can at the time with what you have. Remember, we were young parents, so we were still growing, learning, and maturing. Definitely I'm a different parent today than I was then. and. I would love to correct all my mistakes but I can't I would love to do a lot of things differently as far as oh routines and such but I can't so what I can do now is focus on the good hopefully they'll learn from my mistakes (laughs) and they'll listen to me along the way now I because they see that um, not sweating the small stuff is extremely important not being oh how do I want to phrase it not having the best of the best of everything You, you see I know I've started a couple sentences there didn't exactly finish them but I'm trying to think of how to word them and this is what's coming to me While we were young and raising those babies, we were both starting our careers. I was starting, he was starting a different path and actually had gotten another job while, you know, we were, while the kids were young and we were having the kids, I think, um, it was after our second one, he shifted and got into the mines from there. He worked uh, somewhere else before that and then somewhere else when we first got married. But anyways, you know what happens is you, you get out there in these jobs you start your paychecks a little bigger than the minimum wage you were working for so you start oh well I mean I had to have all this stuff you know I needed a new house a new car I had to have all this stuff 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 we had to wear the best clothes my kids had to have the best shoes nothing wrong with that but I found myself worrying more about those things than hey did I just snuggle with my kid tonight Did we read any books? Did we sing any songs? Did we get any smooches in? You know, I got caught up in the hustle and bustle. Listen, I used to be ashamed to confess that this happened to me. I am not anymore because I see it all around me all the time. I can scroll through Facebook. I can go to ball games and I can see people. And I just know, oh goodness, I want to scream sometimes and say, don't do it. Don't get those payments. Don't do it. (laughs) Like, don't get strapped. Don't be driven by the almighty dollar. Just enjoy the kids at this age. You know, I don't say anything, though, of course, because honestly, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. I just am, I guess, probably making assumptions and hoping that they don't make the same mistakes I did. But after probably a year, maybe two years of doing that, we realized real quickly actually I know exactly now that I'm telling that story it was after I had my third one and I realized how much I had missed and the hustle and bustle that I had gotten caught up in and I did not want to repeat that mistake and I wanted to try to correct or at least change the future for the two that I had during that time and I actually quit my job as a social worker took a little time off stayed home with the youngest a little bit more. And while I was home with the youngest, I had the other two. We had a wonderful summer. My goodness, we spent the whole summer at the pool. We just relaxed. Now, did it change our finances? Oh, yes it did. We didn't go on vacation that year. We made some changes. I changed the types of purses that I bought and (laughs) we just made some necessary changes. But you know the changes we made, it did not impact our relationships with other people the one that the ones excuse me that loved us for us continued to love us and we actually had a better relationship with each other Chris and I had a better relationship and it was just probably the best decision I made at the time then I went back in the workforce part time but not as a social worker as a receptionist at a doctor's office completely different but I enjoyed it so much and it allowed me to leave my work at work and not come home stressed. And I only worked part-time, too, so that was great. So we learned during those times. Now eventually, sure, I went back full-time in the workforce, uh, in the field that I went to school for, which is social work, and I continue to do so this day. Chris continued to work in the coal mines. But we learned a lot during those times. And that's what I wanted to share that story with you for, to share with you that we might have looked like we had it all together but goodness gracious we were struggling and once we focused on what was important which was our relationships our time with each other time with the kids we shifted from chasing the almighty dollar which you adjust to whatever you make you know we've been We've been all over the spectrum with income. You know, high tax brackets, low tax brackets, in between. It doesn't matter. None of that matters in the long run. You adjust to what you make. And sometimes people that are the wealthiest are the saddest or the most lonely people. Sometimes those that are less what do I want to say? I don't want to say less fortunate. I hate that term because they're not less fortunate. They usually are a lot less, are a lot more happy. <laughs> but the ones with a lower income, yeah, that's what I'll say. The ones with a lower income usually, you know, they, they have a, a lot more joy because they don't have the stress of bills or um, the hustle and the bustle. So I say all that to say, I hope that you learn from the story I shared with you that one... Um, the hustle and bustle, it's real. The temptation to fall into that trap is real. We fell into it, but goodness, thank God in his grace and mercy, we climbed up out of it. (laughs) We were not in that trap for too long, maybe a couple years, but thankfully we climbed up out of it. Thankfully too that God covered us with such grace and such mercy. As we were learning, as we were growing as our kids were learning and growing and as we made mistakes as we tried to correct things as we did the best we could at the time with what we had I look back and think oh those were some of the best times and I didn't realize it at the time so I share that so that hopefully you'll learn what to do and what not to do from my story I appreciate your time and I appreciate you listening and uh, listen, I'm looking forward to continuing to grow this podcast. My goodness, I still have a lot to learn. Like I said, I've got to get some headphones and, and better equipment, but it's um, it's fun and it's exciting and I cannot wait to start interviewing people. I love to hear other people's stories. I really do. Everybody is just, um, there, there is something intriguing about people even the worst of the worst people. Like, I find myself wanting to know, like, how their mind works, how their brain works. Like, what drove them to make that decision? (laughs) I know, it's something, isn't it? I don't know. But I know there's other people like me. Like, I love to people watch. I could sit all day and people watch. I like to make up little scenarios, too, of what I think they're doing. Like, oh, if they're on their honeymoon, or, you know, he just got back from the military. (laughs) Just crazy stuff. I have one nephew. I have lots of nephews. One beat me to heaven, but I'll see him again. But I have one nephew. I don't know if he remembers it or not, but he used to love it when we would do this. I would like tell the little stories to him when we would be somewhere. I was like, right there, look at them. They're on vacation. You know, and he he was like, how do you know that? And I said, oh, I don't, I'm making it up. And he would love it. So when we would go out anywhere, he'd say, tell me some stories about people. So it was tons of fun, but I just, I like people. And you see, here's the thing too, at 46, um now 15 years ago I wouldn't have shared any of those mistakes with anyone I was embarrassed of them I was ashamed I felt guilty no no I have since learned um, for me one confession acknowledgement and confession is huge to freedom now do I mean you have to get on a podcast or social media and confess all your flaws no that's a no But for me, I learned that acknowledgement and confession, first of all, to God, and then anyone else involved that I need to confess it to, and always my husband. If there is something that I need to acknowledge and confess, always to my husband. And it has freed me up to be free and not carry that guilt and shame. That's straight from the enemy, and it's just, it's too heavy. We're not meant to carry that as believers in Christ. So there you go. I share some of our moments as young uh, parents and a young couple and I share some of our mistakes with you. Maybe you won't make them or if you're in the middle of them now you'll put the brakes on and reevaluate but just know that you'll get to the other side of it. Here we are so many years later and I look back and laugh and think oh my goodness I mean oh my goodness but uh you'll get to the other side of it I want to encourage you of that okay thanks for listening to my story again pretty sure I said that once but there you go you get a double maybe a triple thank you there you go so tune in um in a couple weeks I will have a young couple that's going to share with us some pretty exciting uh examples and stories of their marriage and uh, their family and the things they've learned and then I I am interviewing another lovely lady she's just uh, fantastic one of my favorite people and you'll get to hear some of her story as well so go on out there and be kind to others and be kind to yourself and remember every choice you make it is a line in your story thanks so much